Hey everyone, welcome to the Superview Shows Mixed Bag coming to you live from the J Cave and many other J Caves as well. I am joined by my good man Bill Murphy. What's going on, everyone? And JT's back. I'm back. It's so good to be back. I'm welcoming myself back tonight. And joining us on this special occasion tonight for Mixed Bag is Mr. Matthew Hemsley. You may know him from the chat board tonight as Matthew Hemsley. He's joining us tonight. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, that we are thrilled to have you here. Feels good to be off the chat board, huh? Yes, it does. <laughs> he, he, he exists, folks. He exists. <laughs> oh my god, too funny, guys. You guys are too funny. So, yeah, go ahead. So uh, tonight's topic. I'm I'm sorry to to cut you off there, JT. Um, good. Tonight, the reason why we brought Matt here is we have a topic. Um, that I know this might sound weird because it's only September. By the way, folks, today's September 1st already. Can we believe that? Who would have thought? It's crazy, everyone. We're getting crazy. I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe it either. God, this summer just went too damn quick. Not um, for me. Yeah, Sorry. we know, JT. We know. Um, anyway. So anyway, so today we are talking about, I know this is a few months premature, but our show, we do what we want. And if you don't like it, you could politely not watch. Joining us, it, we are talking about Oscar snubs. And that's why we have our dear friend, Oscar expert, Dr. Matt Hemsley. Okay, he's not a doctor, folks. He really isn't, but. Glad that I've earned the title of Oscar expert. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll say you have an honorary doctorate, okay? You have an honorary doctorate from Bill University. How does that feel? Feels great. Okay. So basically the Oscar snubs are, you know what? What would you consider them, Matt? Would you consider ones that weren't nominated or ones that were nominated basically got the middle finger? I, th I think both. I think, I think we should talk about so. both. What do you yes, think? I think so. And I, okay. and I think if you two want, we could also talk about um, some of the other categories, like acting categories maybe maybe we'll see where this goes i'm open to whatever <laughs> yeah okay so matt since you are our official super review show oscar expert would you oh, like yeah. to get the ball rolling uh sure uh well let's talk about one uh famous snub that uh, i'm sure will start an interesting conversation here uh, which is when uh, The Dark Knight was not nominated for Best Picture for the uh, 2008 uh, year. Uh, yeah, that, to be honest, I really wanted to see, I really, I remember when that was coming out, and I don't know if you guys remember, there was a lot of Oscar buzz around it. Yes. People were like, it's going to get nominated, it's going to get nominated, it's going to get nominated. It's going to get nominated for Best Picture. It's going to get nominated. Christopher Nolan, JT's favorite person. Stop it. <laughs> he's good, but, you know, he's not my favorite. <laughs> um, and Christopher Nolan's going to get nominated for Best Director. There was so much Oscar buzz around this movie. And then it turned out it didn't get nominated. And it uh, it upset a lot of people, and it led the Oscars to expand 
uh, the following year, the best picture from five nominees to 10 nominees. And here's the, but you know, we all know what did get nominated though in this movie. Yes. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. And he won the Oscar uh, for Best Supporting Actor. Because I remember coming home that day when the Oscar nominees were announced. And I ran and I ran to the computer. And I remember first thing that came out going, Dark Knight snubbed for Best Picture. But did Ledger get nominated? Yeah. And you know what? This leads to a bigger question, Matt. And we'll get back to this in a second. But... Do you think Heath Ledger actually deserved the Oscar? Yes, I, I absolutely. I think he was great in the role. Or do you think he just got it because he's dead? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think people would have loved the performance anyway. Uh, it's the most celebrated part of the movie. Even people who, who don't like The Dark Knight say that uh, Heath Ledger's performance was uh, was the best part of it and was great. Oh, wow. Especially our friend up here, JT Mahoney, who has said that he did like Ledger's performance. Who ended up winning that year? Was it Milk or Slumdog? Slumdog Millionaire. Do you think that was deserving of Best Picture? Or? Uh, I remember watching it. Uh, but it was so, like, I saw like years ago. It. I've never sat down and, and watched it. I remember not thing. liking it, and I don't remember it at all, so... I feel like I shouldn't judge. So, Matt, do you think Dark Knight should have gotten nominated for Best Picture or no? Uh, I mean, I, I think so. I'm not, like, super upset that it was nominated. I don't think it's that weird that it wasn't. They don't usually nominate uh, superhero movies. I think this is people's criticism of the Oscars is that they don't nominate movies that normal movie going people watch they nominate the movies that and i really don't like to use this word i really don't the movies that the you know elites like the yeah you get what i'm saying yes and i think that's largely true to an extent um but of course there's there's a lot of exceptions especially since uh the 10 um now well now it's not 10 it's uh five to 10 can be nominated for best picture. Yeah, because wasn't last, this past one, it was at the, would you say this year was the worst Oscars or it was just weird? Uh, both, just the, the Oscar ceremony was really strange. Um, and of course the way that it ended with, you know, giving, they didn't give best picture out last. Because they, they were probably expecting that Chadwick Boseman was gonna win and they thought it was gonna be a nice tribute to him. Yeah, but then he didn't win. Many would consider that a snub. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't because I saw, um, I don't know if I saw all the movies nominated in that category, but I saw a bunch and I thought that uh, Rami Malek for Sound of Metal was the best. And my second choice would have been Anthony Hopkins who did win. But uh, anyway, um, so JT, we're now going to pull you into this. Congratulations, you've been pulled in. All right, what's going on? Dark Knight should have, do you think the Dark Knight should have been nominated for Best Picture, yes or no? Nominated or won? Nominated. Yes. And here's why. As much as, was it the 2008 Oscars or 2009 Oscars? Yes, 2008. Oscars. 
2008 year. Okay. Uh, okay, because here's what I think. Personally, um, it was at the 80th Academy Awards. It was 81st. I wonder if, 81st. Uh, so this was, it took place in 2009, but it was 81st. Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. Give me one second. I'm slightly behind on the technical be- the background here and stuff. Yeah, 81st Academy Awards. Oh my god, I I know I fucked it up a little bit. Sorry. Anyways, did, do I believe the Dark Knight should have been nominated for Best Picture? Yes, because if you look back at the times, it was, in my opinion, personally, the films that were nominated for Best uh, for Best Picture were Matt. This we're gonna help me out with this. For best picture were some that was um the f- the five films were some dog millionaire as i'm looking at it right now spoilers for my part frost and nixon milk and the reader uh, and the curious case of benjamin button and, sorry, and i missed one there. and the curious case of benjamin button the dark now how many of those are still talked about today amongst the general movie going audience yeah i think that's the perfect point that well just with the oscars in general a lot of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture, if you if you look at a list, you know yeah. a lot of them are not really talked about much at all. Correct. With, I'm sorry, I cut you off, Matt. But um, with um, like with those movies though, I haven't seen Benjamin Button. Wait, Kathleen Kennedy, as in Lucasfilm's Kathleen Kennedy? I'm assuming. Frost Nixon, I watched, and I thought it was okay. Slumdog Millionaire, like I said, I saw bits and pieces of. And I did like Milk. I did like Milk. Yeah, I've seen parts of Milk, uh, and what I've seen, I like. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, um, but what you guys were saying, a lot of people don't talk about these movies today because I mean the only one I think people talk about today is milk. Out of all, out of the ones, out of the mil, out of yeah. the five best picture nominees for two thousand eight, which was a pretty, if you look at it carefully, it was a pretty pivotal year for a lot of films. The Dark Knight came out, Marvel launched Iron Man. You know, like there's a lot of like key, a lot of pretty pretty big films there. Milk, obviously, one of them, but. How many are still talked about to this day amongst, like I said, the general movie-going audience? How many? The Dark Knight was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, and uh, what was the other one that was nominated for? I forget. It was Heath Ledger won won Best Sound Editing. Is that right? Is yes. that correctly? And it was nominated in a lot of technical categories. Right, because I, I mean, look, as much as I am not, look, anyone who listens to me or knows or has seen my show knows I am not the world's biggest fan of Christopher Nolan. I think he's a very talented director. At the same time, I think that he is also slightly, he could do more than what he's already done. That's the way I look at how him. But with the work he did with the Dark Knight trilogy, especially the Dark Knight in particular, was flawless. As it looked, from a technical aspect, you could not get any better than those simple, those camera angles, the way certain shots were composed, the sound of the film alone is flawless. I'm literally, I, before we went lo- before we started our broadcast tonight, I literally was listening to the last song composed by Hans Zimmer, literally before just to get going for it tonight. That's how well I, that's how I wanted to prepare for myself. I love that score so much. And 
and there's Heath Ledger. What can you say about Heath Ledger? The guy literally was an incredible, incredible fit for Joker for this particular film. I mean, what can, and, and no matter, despite whatever I may think of it, the guy still won an Oscar for his role in the dark Knight, and people still talk about his performance to this day so that should like put a lot of emphasis on like you know the dark Knight should have been nominated for best picture in my opinion i mean because that's just for the reasons i'm listening plus more i think it should have been he uh no, he's ledger uh, the film should have been nominated for best picture because it just and i think i think personally the case of it not being nominated what you just talked about before, Matt, prompted the Oscars to add a 10 film category instead of five, which, you know, give and take away how you feel about that. That's one thing. But I will say this. I think the backlash of the impact the Dark Knight made on popular culture and culture in general, um, I think it prompted the, it hit the Oscars, like that reaction may have hit them and said, look, this incredible film came out and it wasn't even nominated for best picture. What could we have done better? Sure. Do you think we could have? Maybe. So let's make it 10 instead. That's my, the way I look at that personally. Am I, am I crazy for thinking of that or not? You think that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's also that they wanted more um, like blockbusters and movies that made a lot of money at, at, uh, at the box office to be nominated. Yeah. And plus, I mean, before then, like milk, I've heard of, Benjamin Button, I've heard of, and some of the millionaire I've heard of, but the rest of like Frost, Frost, Nixon, whatever this one is, like I've never. I mean, yes, it's like it's like you know, it looks. I don't know, but like it's about the really? um, interviews that took place between David Frost and um, Richard Nixon. Nixon. Okay, all right, but and I think, but I will say this to one more thing about the Dark Knight before we go into our next topic, or if you guys are near the comments, please let me know. Um, the Dark Knight not being nominated for best picture. I don't think it was, I think it was a snub. Yes, yes it was at the same time. I think that the reaction that it did not get nominated for best picture did have a lot of outcomes amongst the Oscars and the, uh, the Academy itself in like ranking and how the Oscars work and stuff like that too. Like if that makes any sense, like, like, like like the, the example, I'm sorry, Bill, the example of giving like five films from five films to 10 for the best picture. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, but that's yeah. You know what? Like, sorry, we're going off on a tangent here, but um, with the whole Different. five to ten thing, it kind of lowers the bar a little bit. Oh, I agree. I actually think it should be five. Or you know what? Let's meet in the middle. Seven. What do you think? I don't know. I still think five. Five is a good number. Uh, because I mean, and we probably sound seven. like a bunch of snobs. Oh man, when's our next academy meeting? <laughs> Um. Anyway, what I was saying, um, because yeah. here's the thing: like there are films that were nominated with ten. When I guarantee you, if it was only five, they wouldn't have been nominated. Yeah, definitely. So, but you think Dark Knight should have been nominated, Matt? Yeah, I, I think so. But you know, at the end of the day, is it really a shock that this movie wasn't nominated? No. At the end of the day, it's not the kind of thing they usually nominate. Superheroes. No, no. We want something sophisticated. We want something artsy. 
Although it is, it is funny that we're talking about the Dark Knight because uh, Joker was nominated for Best Picture and it was. Phoenix won for his Joker and and Todd Phillips got nominated for Best Director. So so they liked uh, uh, obviously. So they was, think you know, Joker was a comic book movie without being a comic book movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. It it was closer. I mean, in some ways, Dark Knight was too, but Joker was definitely like uh closer to uh and you know serious artsy movie also i don't think i would consider this a snub but um you know the dark knight rises had like a for your consideration campaign yeah but that i'm i'm not really shocked that like again like when these movies get you know, when these movies don't get nominated, I'm not shocked. Like, back then I was shocked, but now I'm like, this is not what the Academy wants. They want the artsy-fartsy movies. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, so, Matt, what's our next one, buddy? Um, Want to talk about 1994? Sure. Oh, boy, here we go. What do you got? The year I entered the world. Yes, the, the year Bill entered the world was ninety four. What do you got, Matt? Well, just in uh, that asked with the United, well in nineteen ninety five, but for the nineteen ninety four film year, uh, Forrest Gump won Best Picture, um, and that's still a movie that's beloved by a lot, uh, and considered a classic. But also that year, uh, that was nominated for Best Picture were Pulp Fiction and The Shawshank Redemption which are two movies that a lot of people say deserve the Best Picture Award more than Forrest Gump. Matt, you struck my words. <laughs> okay, what was that? I kind of zoned out. Well, I was just talking about how, um, you know, this year Forrest Gump won Best Picture, uh, but also the Shawshank Redemption Pulp Fiction came out this year. Um, and... Uh, a lot of people would say those deserved the best picture more. Like, so do you think, Matt, that um, Forrest Gump was the rightful winner? Well, I have not seen The Shawshank Redemption. I know that's terrible. Shame! But between Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction, I, I would choose Forrest Gump. I think it's a uh, I think it's the better film. JT, what do you think? I'm so glad you brought this up. You brought up two examples that I thought of with Bill, too, which was great. Um, <laughs> um, so, look, the 67th Academy Awards was in 1995 for the year of 1994. Uh, Forrest Gump won a lot of awards. It won Best Picture, of course, Best Actor, uh, Best Director, Robert Zemeckis, who I think is a really great director, truthfully. Um, Forrest Gump, based on the based on a screenplay. Um, what do you call it? Uh, I'm trying to find the other ones. Anyways, um, I think, man, what a year for film. '94. This is a tough year for anyone, right? Like the, the way the way 1991 was for music. This 1994 was a pivotal year for film. Oh, what absolutely. a great decade. So, here's what I'm thinking. You make the argument that even though you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, shame, just saying, um, it 
there are arguments saying that the Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction, either one of them could have won over Forrest Gump. I will make the argument that Pulp Fiction, as much as I love it, it is not, it, it, to me personally, out of the big three of 94, it was Forrest Gump, it was Shawshank Redemption, and it was Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction was, I think, to be honest, as, as a masterpiece of it is with Quentin Tarantino, I think it's a little bit like, to, uh, the way I look at it, uh, I, I love the movie, but I, and for, as far as it being like a winning a best picture, that would have been like a shock. In my, if, if I was alive back then, which I'm not, I was not, but like I would have seen that as like, really? That film won over those two? To me, the argument always comes down to Forrest Gump and the Shawshank Redemption, which I personally believe Shawshank Redemption is one of the few films on the planet that is a perfect film, to me um, personally. Bill, go ahead. And I'm probably going to reference this thing a lot as we talk tonight. Um, <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> there, well, no, well, there was this um, thing a few years ago that the Hollywood Reporter did a poll. Uh, they polled, oh, this was in 2015, they polled, um, and Matt, we've talked about this before, um, Academy members into controversial decisions. Others we might get to tonight, we'll, we'll see what kind of mood we're in. But one of, of them was in 1994, and it said if they were to vote again, they would have voted for Shawshank Redemption to win Best Picture. Okay, all right. Which I, 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 I would completely understand. I have like, no problem think, whatsoever by saying that. To be honest, because Matt and I were, Matt and I were actually, ironically, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Yes, we were. Um, to be honest, if I was in the academy in 1994, I don't know what I would have voted for. It's tough. It's like I love Forrest Gump. Like as much as I like Pulp Fiction, I don't think I would vote for Pulp Pulp Fiction to be Best Picture. To me, it would come down between Forrest Gump and Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's a very tough decision, to be honest. That is a very tough film. Well, because I feel like Forrest Gump is more like a slice of life film. Yeah. Well, I feel feel, um, the Shawshank Redemption is more grittier. It's more real, yeah. I think the thing that people are just turned off by because it takes place in prison because it's a, considered a prison movie. Right. What do you think about the prison is really only the setting. Like, yeah, you we see what happens in prison, but come to think of it, it's not really a prison movie. No, it's about a man who's wrongfully accused. It yeah. has one of the best endings in movie history. Absolutely. So, anyway, um, and mind you, it's always on AMC. What was that? <laughs> it's on, it's always on television, no, no matter what, too. Shawshank. You want to know something? And here's where I'll I'll say was a, a snub in 1994, and I'm glad you brought this up. You know what should have been nominated? Ed Wood. Interesting, interesting. I haven't seen Ed Wood, but that's an interesting choice. Okay. Oh, you ever heard of Ed Wood, JT? No, I'm being totally honest with you. I've never even heard of it. I have to watch it. It's about it. It's a. It's directed by Tim Burton. 
it's actually autobiographical of what they consider the worst director in history, Ed Wood. Okay. Ever heard of the movie uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space? Oh, okay, yeah. He directed that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I think that maybe should have been nominated for Best Picture. I don't think it would have won, but I think it at least should have been nominated. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, but, it did win a uh, supporting actor. Hmm. Oh, Martin Landau. Like, who's ever heard of Quiz Show? I was about to say the same thing. Who's ever heard of... What's the other one? The Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, I've I mean, heard I hear it. people talk a little bit about, about that, but not that much. Because when right. people think 1994 for Best Picture, they think it'd be the Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, or Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the big three. Those are the ones that everybody talks about. Am I right? Yes. It's a tough year. Yeah, so, but I think Ed Wood should have been nominated. I know what Quiz Show is about. It's about some Quiz Show scandal from like the 50s, I think. Yeah, mm. that's what I've heard too. Um, Four Weddings and a Funeral I've never heard of. I don't know, I've heard of it. I just never watched it. Hmm. But anyway, I would say, yeah, I I think that was a really, I really don't think that was a controversial decision. I don't know what you think, Matt or JT. I think there, there was just a lot of strong competition. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. And I think at the time it wasn't, Controversial decision is just some people now would say oh, no, the Matt, wrong movie. I've right. heard it. You know, I've heard people go, oh, Pulp Fiction should have won Best Picture, or or Shawshank Redemption should have won Best Picture. But like I said, that poll said if they would have voted again, they would have given Best Picture to Shawshank Redemption. I think for this. I agree with that poll that Shawshank should have won. Um, and, and people make the argument sometimes, oh, well, well, Forrest Gump won because it was based on a book. Well, yeah, Shawshank Redemption was based on a short story by Stephen King. Stephen so, King. And, you know, they're both based on books. Whereas the, the difference between the three of them, though, if you look, if you think, if you think carefully and look, if you look at this too, uh, Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump are based on sh- stories, based on pre-existing material. Pulp Fiction, you could make an argument for Pulp Fiction. Well, it was more original because it was an original screenplay by Quentin Tarantino, which did win the Oscar for Best Screenplay written directly for the screen. I do remember just hearing about that. That you can have an argument for. In that aspect, it's not a strong argument, but it's something. For Pulp Fiction, that is. Matt, what do you say for that? For the, um, the best written, uh, best written directly for the screen. Well, I don't think you know just because a movie is original makes it better than a movie based on uh, a book or a short story or some other material. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, but but could you make an argument for that though? That's what I was trying to get at. Like, well, can you make you, an argument that oh well, you know? I think you could in some ways with Pulp Fiction just because. The style and the way that uh, movie is structured is so unique, especially for that time. Right. Like, I feel like a lot of movies just tried to to copy Pulp Fiction and Tarantino style. 
Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so, but I mean, overall, I mean, was there anything else in 94 you wanted to touch on, by the way, or no? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I want to ask both you and Bill, who would you have picked for best actor between um, Hanks, let's see. Uh, Morgan Freeman, and John Travolta? Because, you know, the leads were for all three of those movies were nominated, so. Right, right, right. It's like Tom Hanks for Forrest Gump, Morgan Freeman for Shawshank Redemption, and John Travolta for Pulpit. This might sound like a very, very bad thing to say, and despite how epic Morgan Freeman is, I think I could do without him in that. Hey, he did phenomenal in Shawshank Redemption. Morgan Freeman did such a great job in that. But to me personally, when I th- and this this just breaks down that argument between the three of them even more. I would keep Tom Hanks as the winner for the best actor, but I think if John Travolta won for Pulp Fiction, I think it would not. It would may have been like a, a surprise, but people people would would have been like, "Oh, I get it." Like, is that, that was me personally? I mean, what do you guys think about that? How like saying how John Travolta could have won for the best lead act, best actor in a leading role. Um, over Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks did a phenomenal job as Forrest Gump, though. We cannot get undersell that at all. At the uh, but, post, after he won his um, Oscar, he was like, he did. Well, what would Forrest say to this, Tom? He goes, well, I went to the Oscars again. I won again. Yeah. Because he he's, won he's the a dynamite actor for uh, Philadelphia. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, John Travolta, and I mean, you, I could see you like, if, if John Travolta, if John Travolta won, I could see him taking it home personally. Because let's not forget, John Travolta is a very good actor, too. So. John, yeah, I'll be is. honest, Pulp Fiction is like probably one of the few John Travolta movies I actually like. Grease? I've seen a few others I like. I'm not, you know, you both of you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Grease. So. Yeah, I don't like Grease either. You're, you're putting it nicely. It's okay. <laughs> You're outnumbered, <laughs> JT. You, you, my friend, are outnumbered. I like it personally, but that's me. Uh, but, hey, but John, everyone's entitled to yeah. their own opinion. Yes, it's true. Uh, but John Travolta, you can make an argument for him winning as best actor because he's he ne- he was di- he was directed right. He was he was acted right. Just me personally, man. Like man, man. Ninety four. The the three the, those three films are like, damn. You know, <laughs> it's hard to pick. Because they're both, all three of them are so amazingly well-respected films, fantastic directing, screenwriting, acting, all the above on all three. But what could you... You know who should have been nominated for Best best Actor, though? Who? Also in Pulp Fiction, Samuel L. Jackson. He was nominated for Supporting. Oh, he was? Yeah. Uh, Never mind, then. There you go, yeah. Does he look like a... What does he look like a bitch? Oh boy. Um man, this is and I will come down in furious anger, and they will know that my name is the Lord. Allow me to retort. <laughs> that, that, Too funny. I don't think that's even a real verse. I'm hearing that. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I don't. Right. I don't. I remember reading that the verse that Samuel Jackson reads is isn't. It just Tarantino made it up. It's Ooh, like that one. famous quote that Abraham Lincoln said: "Don't believe everything you read on the internet." Oh my God, Bill! Folks, <laughs> he didn't say that. The internet wasn't even around. 
He didn't say what? Allow me to retort? No, no, there's just now because if you read, there's a lot of fake quotes by certain people. Oh, I see, I see. And one is from a, a from Abraham Lincoln allegedly. Don't read everything. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. Oh, I'm sure Lincoln said that for sure. Oh, I'm sure he did. Matt, you think he said that? Yes, he definitely said that. Yeah. yeah so anyway, getting back on topic. All right, what's next um, we should talk about? Oh, oh Bill, I, well, I want to ask you, between Tom Hanks, Morgan Freeman, and John Travolta, who would be your pick for? Yeah. Oh, that is a tough one. Who did JT say? I said Travolta. For, for, Tom Hanks. For best actor, right? Yeah. I okay. would say, to me, it's a toss-up between Hanks and Freeman. All right. As much as I I do think Tom Hanks deserved it, maybe I'm leaning a little towards Freeman though. Um, but you can't doubt Tom Hanks' performance, and you can't doubt Tom Hanks. No. Tom no. Hanks. Okay, he's made some questionable decisions later on, but we're not discussing that. But Tom Hanks. So yeah, I think it's tough, but I think Morgan Freeman. Fun fact, did you know who was actually originally uh, who was originally actually thought of to play Morgan Freeman's character? I have no idea. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, really? Clint, Clint Eastwood was originally thought of to play Morgan Freeman's character. Huh. This has been with Bill, find a box with Bill. Okay, all right. What's next? Uh, want to talk about another Tom Hanks movie? Sure. I think you'll have more to say about this than than I will. But let's talk about uh, the Oscars for the nineteen ninety eight year in film. That uh, oh, that is it? Is is this what I think it is? Yes, it is. We're going there, aren't we? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we proudly present the biggest Oscar middle finger. Okay, no, this is 1999 for 1998. Yeah, 71st Oscars. Yeah, sorry, that can be confusing. Sorry, guys. Because it's always the, they do it the year after. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the biggest middle finger in the Oscars of all time. And that is 1999. Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan. Oh, boy. Bill, go off. Tangent, tangent. Guess what it's time for? Got to wet my pipes before I rant. The biggest middle finger in Oscars history. That, oh, we're getting to him in a second. We'll get to him in a second. Saving Private Ryan was the heavy favorite coming in. Matt, am I right? Yes, you are. You are totally right. Everyone thought Private Ryan's got this in the bag. That Private Ryan's got this in the bag. Steven Spielberg did win for Best Director. 
But, and then all of a sudden it comes out and best picture goes to Shakespeare in Love. And people's floors were dropped. And you know who we can thank for this piece of crap? Who can we thank, Matt? Harvey Weinstein. <sighs> Harvey Weinstein. Listen, I can't believe I'm actually giving him credit on something, and I don't want to do this, but when it came to this stuff, listen, there's a lot you can say about him, and 99.9% .9 of it isn't good. Am I right, Matt? Yes, of course. 99.9% .9 of what I can say about Harvey Weinstein isn't good, but the guy knew what he was doing with of how to get Oscars to win. Not that I'm praising him, but the guy knew what the hell he was doing. And, but I also heard Matt, I don't know. I heard he intimidated Academy members. Is that true or no? Yeah, I've heard stuff like that. that he like, like bullied and intimidated that, Academy well, members. I heard that they, they had people um, like try to influence Academy Award members by like, you know, Saying, you know, Saving Private Ryan's really not that good. And saying, like, oh, women might not like it. It's too gritty. One thing, because I watched a video, and no, Matt, it wasn't the one I sh you, you, you sent me. But there is a valid point that they made. Saving Private Ryan came out in the summer of 1998. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love came out in like what the fall? I'm not sure, but but most movies nominated for Oscars come out in the fall, so I think I know the point you're making. The point is maybe, just maybe they couldn't because listen, from like when did it come out? Did did Private Ryan come? Okay, no, wait. Shakespeare in Love came out in December. When did Private JT? When did Private Ryan come out? This has been random fact. July twenty fourth. Okay, because you got to admit, from September to February is a long time to maintain favoritism. Oh, I'm sorry, July to to February is a long time to maintain, you know, favoritism. Yeah. Right. Am I right, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it's but you know there are some movies that do end up winning Best Picture, like Forrest Gump that came out in the summer. So it's not but, um, just because of that. Yeah, and you know what the thing is, is that I've never saw Shakespeare in Love, so I can't really say, I can't really speak for it. But, yeah, th this is what the two big competitions were. Life is, have you ever seen any of these other ones, Matt? I have not. I heard of Life is Beautiful. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that. I know a lot of people really like it. I, I've yet to see Life is Beautiful. I, I've been meaning to, to be watch honest, it. these other three were just basically placeholders. Would you say that's a fair assumption? I mean, I think that's true to some extent. I mean, I've heard the thin red line. I know some people really like it. Because the big competition was between Private Ryan and Shakespeare in Love. Yes. Um, um, Elizabeth is about... Uh, 
Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Right. Because he was the, and he was the um, and like he was the thing, um. But you know what? Like, here's the thing. Like with um, Harvey Weinstein's tactics, and this is just beyond Private Ryan. We'll get back to this in a sec. But um, because also one of the tactics, like Matt, what was the year that um, a Beautiful Mind won the Oscars? That was uh, the well, two thousand one movies. Two thousand. It was in two thousand two. Did um, what? What else? I heard wasn't some other Harvey Weinstein producer movie nominated. Uh, I don't Moulin Rouge is nominated. Is that Harvey Weinstein? I don't know. But I heard that he was that he was saying to Academy members, beautiful Michaels, you know, it's not all historically accurate. I don't know if you heard that or not. Oh, I haven't heard that, but so you know it's not really that historically accurate. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, but um, yeah, but all I got to, but you know what? But here's something, though, and we, we've been, and I think this has been a common theme, though. Uh, Gangs of New York. Well, that was the Gangs year of, after. That was the year, oh, after, the year after. So that was in the 2003. Sorry, my bad. That's uh, okay. And that was another a year, another movie that he produced one, and they said it shouldn't have won, and that was, of course. That was Chicago. Yeah, but anyway, what I'm saying is, um... But you know what? I think this has kind of been a theme whilst we've been talking here. Um, how people remember certain movies for how people remember certain movies more than the winner. Because think about it. At the end of the day, I think more people remember Saving Private Ryan than they do Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, definitely. Because I remember reading comments on a YouTube video. Because if you watch like TNT, say like Memorial Day weekend, Veterans Day weekend, they always play Saving Private Ryan. Or just like yeah. all around, they always play Saving Private Ryan. Like how often have you seen a movie channel play Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, I don't hear people talking about it much. And you know what? Because, and I have been thinking about this. Shakespeare in Love is basically the How Green Was My Valley. For those of you who don't know what that is, because you're not aficionados like us, um, How Green Was My Valley was one one best picture in 1941. And it's sort of forgotten about. It's remembered for one thing. And not the movie, it's not remembered for the movie itself, it's remembered for the movie it beat. And you know what movie that was, JT? In what year? 1941. You don't have to go go to it. But um, How Green Was My Valley, it's only remembered for one thing, for the movie it beat. And you know what movie that was? Citizen Kane. I know. Yep. Wow. That's the only thing it's remembered for, is for beating Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is like one of the best movies of all time. And, and you know, like this is a conversation that, see, n- now you're getting in, now you're seeing a lot of the conversations Matt and I have. Um, yeah. But once you think about it, do movies really need accolades to be good? No. And then no. they don't need accolades to be remembered as being what does great. Anything need accolades. Like, you all know I'm a big sports guy and I have a podcast. But like, look at Ted Williams. 
Ted Williams never won a World Series, but hands down, he is one of the best baseball players of all time. Top five, hands down. But he never won a World Series. Like, do we really, do you really need accolades to really be good? And like, that's with, with like, getting back to this, like with people, like even with that, people are more talking about how, more, more talk about Citizen Kane than how green was my valley. And that's the same here. Shakespeare in Love is known more for beating Saving Private Ryan than being actually good. But at the end of the day, people more remember Saving Private Ryan than do Shakespeare in Love. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, okay, guys, thoughts? Everything you said is correct. I agree. Yeah. You haven't... JT, have you even seen Saving Private Ryan? I have. We talked about it last time. Oh, yeah, you did. You did a review of it, but I saw it, yeah. Yeah, because I was about to say, if you didn't, shame! <laughs> Don't but, worry. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, but that that is my... Yeah. Add this to the list of the terrible things Harvey Weinstein has done. It's lower on the list than the other shit, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah. But, Ugh. yeah. All I got to say is Private Ryan should have won. And also that poll I was telling you about, they yeah. pulled the Academy members again, and they said if they were to vote again, they would have voted for saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Not surprising at all. So... But you know what? I think it is a good thing Spielberg won Best Director. All right, what's next? We got Matt. Uh, want to talk about uh, Goodfellas? That year. Oh baby, now we're now we're talking. What what what, what year was that? That was, that was the nineteen ninety one for nineteen ninety. Yeah. So ninety one Oscars. Okay. So the if it would load, here we go. The sixty third annual Oscars. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you got, Matt? Well, um, as you can see, uh, Dances with Wolves won Best Picture and it won a bunch of other awards. Director. Um, uh, but that year also, Goodfellas was nominated. Um, and it didn't win, but now Goodfellas is considered one of the greatest films of all time. And uh, Dance with Wolves isn't really remembered that greatly. And a lot of people like to look at this as one of the biggest Oscar snubs in history. All I got to say is poor Kevin. Well, Kevin Costner got snubbed the previous year for Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. Because he lost, it lost a drive in Miss Daisy. Hmm. Uh, but no, I think I think Goodfellas should have won. I think Good definitely. Math, weren't you saying that a lot of people aren't talking about um aren't talking about Dances with Wolves? Yeah, not so not so much. And I hear a lot of people say that it's not that great. Uh, In comparison to the rest of the other four or five. Yeah. Well, in comparison to Goodfellas. Kevin Costner directed it, too? What? 
He directed, he produced, and he, and he acted best in picture. it. I like what if too. he won Best Director, Best Picture, and Best Actor? Bro. I don't think that's ever happened. Then Kevin Costner would officially be considered the GOAT. <laughs> It'd be a GOAT. <laughs> um, the greatest I, of all time. Let me throw you guys a curveball for a sec. You know it would be even more of a shock? And I'm just as I look at this list, I know that Bill has very strong feelings about this, so I don't mean to poke the bear, but um, can you imagine if Godfather three part three one? Yeah, this is this is one of the things I want to talk about with this year. Isn't it funny that Goodfellas and Godfather Part Three came out the same year? We yeah, I mean, I think you, you did. I thought you I thought, didn't you talk about this with us at one point when we did like a guy like um a, yeah, a gangster so. show once? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like when people talk about gangster movies the, uh usually the ones considered the best are the first two godfather movies and goodfellas so i find it funny that godfather part three and goodfellas came out the same year both were nominated for best picture but neither one yeah that's fascinating and it's it dances with wolves one but I mean, but can, but can let's just let's just put them being totally optimistic, pessimistic, whatever you're going to call me. Can you imagine for one second if the world was shook that God, I mean, the Godfather one and two are some of the best movies ever made. We all know yeah. that. Can you imagine? Yeah, we, know put, your both one. we know yeah. your opinions on them, but yeah. go on. Right. Sorry, I know. But like, imagine, and they both won Best Picture. Can you imagine if the third one was one Best Picture? That'd be nuts. That would yeah, be crazy. Would be really upset. Especially You're like, what? Goodfellas. Yeah, it's Goodfellas is a classic. All one of the all time greats. Because I think with, with Godfather 3, like, I actually don't think it's, you all know my thoughts. I actually don't think it's that bad. Right, right, right. I think maybe because the other two are such, that's a really high bar. You got to admit, that's a high bar. Oh, definitely, definitely. Godfather 3 is like the sibling who doesn't do as well as their other two siblings. Yeah, he's like, he's like the, the wannabe child in the family. <laughs> it's like, it's like pass the potatoes, Godfather 3. And be like, why can't you be more like one and two? They won best picture. I was nominated, but you didn't win. Um, like literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, you know who I feel really feel bad for in this Oscars? Who? Marty Scorsese. Oh, for sure. No, because this guy, because think about him and when we talked the last one we talked about with um Spielberg. Think about them for a second. Both Scorsese and Spielberg didn't win Best Picture for a damn long time. I mean, didn't yeah. win Best Director oh, for a damn yeah. long time. Yeah, especially for Scorsese. Time. Yeah. Spielberg was first nominated in 75 for Jaws, I think. I think. Uh, I think, no, I think he was first nominated for uh, Close Encounters. In uh, JT, can you look that up for me, please? Let's fact check, shall we? Fact this has been random fact check with JT. Go keep talking. But um, let's talk about Scorsese for me because that's stuff I actually know. Um, when was the first time Scorsese was nominated, Matt? For director was uh, for Raging Bull. Was in 1980. Yeah. He got snubbed for that. 
he got he did not win best then he got snubbed for goodfellas he didn't win best director until 26 years later after 1980 for the departed okay wow what close encounters was his first um uh his first uh director nomination you're correct what year was that matt uh, 77. so but yeah, yeah like in spielberg he was nominated in 77. i think he got some nominations for like et and i think yeah. indiana jones but i could yeah, be wrong for the first indiana jones he did the first raiders yep and for et right yeah yeah and he did not win best director until schindler's list for 1983. yeah and a long time you know, getting back to scorsese you know he didn't um he was first nominated in 1980 for raging bull didn't win Nominated in 1990 for Goodfellas, didn't win. He didn't win his first Best Director until 2006 for 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 The Departed. For The Departed, and I I actually have you, have you ever watched this Matt when Scorsese won? There yeah. is they had um Steven Spielberg, Francis Ford Coppola, and George Lucas present the award. Did you did you watch that Matt? Yeah, yeah. And like each of us have had the honor of winning this award and then george lucas goes i didn't i didn't win best director he goes and then either spielberg or coppola goes then why are you up here he goes well i was nominated a few times does that count and like no it doesn't um and then that was the night marty scorsese won yeah and they're all friends too so I also kind of feel bad for george lucas do you think spielberg coppola and scorsese are sitting there going Oh, sorry, George. We're sitting here scrubbing our Oscars that you don't have. No, I'm sure. Sorry, I'm we had sure. to go get a new. Sorry, we're late for dinner. We had to go get a new trophy case for our Oscars. I'm sure it's uh, all in good fun. I'm sure George Lucas is happy with his success. Be like, oh, George, can you watch my Oscar? This is probably the closest you'll ever get to one. I have to get a new trophy case for it. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure they're all nice guys. I'm sure it's all, I'm sure they probably bust his chops, but I'm sure it's all a good fun. So yeah, but you have said, but um, Matt, you have, haven't you said that you thought Goodfellas shouldn't have, was like a, overrated or something? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little overrated. It's still a very good movie. Uh, I just, I don't think it's amazing like some people do. And I like some of other Scorsese movies better. Uh, like I really like The Departed. I really like The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Speaking of Wolf of Wall Street, do you think Wolf of Wall Street should have won Best Picture that year? In my opinion, yes. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. let's talk about that. I have not seen 12 Years a Slave, so I can't really speak to that matter. I mean, Was I've it the seen 20 it uh 2014 2014? for 2013. okay I'm, I'm getting the hang of it now guys the 86 academy oscars academy awards here we go so the 12 years of slave one i remember i remember when this happened yeah and gravity won for best director what it's all coming back to me now yeah i've seen i've seen a few of those movies i've seen 12 years of slave i've seen american hustle I've i'll be honest i didn't like american hustle yeah i mean it was decent i saw it in theaters actually 
I thought it was boring. I thought American Hustle was boring. Um, I haven't seen Gravity. I yeah, do, I have not I, seen Gravity either. Or Dallas. Did you see Dallas Buyers Club? I have not. I have seen her. I, I didn't like her. Um, well, she probably doesn't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> Bada bing! Um, but I just I think The Wolf of Wall Street's a great movie. I think it should have won. Uh, I think it's Leonardo DiCaprio's best performance. Do you think he should have won the Oscar for this one, or do you think The Revenant was his? I mean, I haven't seen The Revenant. Oh, I did. Because for um, Watch Mojo has a list of top 10 actors who won the Oscar for the wrong films. I didn't see the list, but the screenshot was DiCaprio. So I'm guessing they say he should have won for The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I've. Well, I haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club, but I've seen American Hustle and I've seen 12 Years a Slave and I would pick DiCaprio over uh, Christian Bale. Um, and that Oscar, that Oscars, I got into an argument with someone over that Oscars. Oh, uh, what happened? I won't get into, I'll tell you off camera, but um, okay. uh, it's, I don't think this story is appropriate for online, but okay. yeah. Um, I, I actually, because I really like The Wolf of Wall Street, Matt. You know I do. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen The Wolf of Wall Street, JT? You know, it's a funny story. I I remember it coming out. And I remember the, it being like the, the biggest thing of that year. Yeah, everyone was talking like, this is Leo Gier. This is Leo Gier. This is Leo Gier. Yeah, I mean, I remember that so, and then Turn of the Revenant got him that. But, like, um, I think I did not see the Wolf of Wall Street at all yet. It sounds, the, 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 that's a big shame on my part by now. But, like, like I, I've heard incredible <laughs> things about it because it's Martin. Bill, I get it. Like, but, like, for, like, Martin Scorsese and DiCaprio, listen, before... I'm a big DiCaprio guy. I really like him quite a bit. I think he's great. Um, and she, he, he, he deserved an Oscar a long time ago. That's how good he is, in my opinion. But um, and American Hustle, I remember coming out like I remember Captain Phillips the same way, with I was like the, um, inspired by what happened to the uh, the hijacking of that ship. Gravity, I thought I, I, I gotta say, Gravity, the effects in Gravity were fantastic. Like the actual like cinematography the actual effects and everything i like that i i i, I like that one quite a bit but uh that was me uh dallas buyers club i remember this one coming out too like um with uh mcconaughey i i, I remember I, I, it's funny out of all of the oscars i remember 12 years like out of all the i don't pay, I, I, I don't really pay attention to a lot of the stuff Heavily until like re recent years of my life. Like this is why we years. have Matt here. <laughs> this is why we have Matt here. Twelve years of slave. I remember. Uh, I remember uh, American Hustle. I remember Captain Phillips. I remember Dallas Buyers Club. I remember Gravity. I remember her. I remember the Wolf of Wall Street. Does she remember, remember you. <laughs> you better believe she does. Nebraska, Philioma. I don't remember at all. But um, this is a pretty good year for the Oscars, though. Now, wouldn't you say, Matt? Yeah, I think so. 
as far as like quality of films, I know it's ten. We talked about that before, but like the quality of films, though, I think that there's a pretty good, pretty good list of ten, a majority of films at least. You know, yeah. This year was like either that year was either because I think the big competition for best actor, Matt, it was between Leo and Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah, and um, uh, I always forget how to pronounce his name, but the actor from Twelve Years a Slave, who who was the four, yeah. Who was also the voice of Scar in the god awful Lion King remake? Uh, um, no, Peter Nuango? No, um, that guy. Oh, Ch- 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 Where's Justin? Oh, you can't. He knows how to Ch- say Ch- it. Ch- I know. I know how to say it. Chuatel Ch- Edgia Four. That's how you say his name. I think that's close. I, I think that's it. I could be wrong though, but I think it's Chuatel Edgia Four. I think that's how you say his name. He was he was ruined for Black Panther for a while. Um, living around. Yeah, but anyway, um, but anyway, um, yeah, but um, because it was mainly between Chultel Atchafort, Leo DiCaprio, and Matt McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. And do you think Wolf of Wall Street should have won Best Picture, Matt, or now? Yeah, it would be my choice. I mean, I haven't seen. I've only seen about half of those movies. But of the ones I have seen, it would be my choice. I mean, I can see why Twelve Years a Slave won. It's a very, it's a very well done movie. Um, you know, obviously an important movie. Um, you know, the funny thing is about Gravity is that I remember like it was a big deal when it came out, and it got great reviews from critics and made a lot of money. But I don't hear people talk people talking about it anymore. Which one? Gravity. Yeah, it was big when it came out, but it kind of petered off over time. I think um, our dear friend Justin, I think, said it best. It's more of an experience movie than a, a like, it's a movie you got to see in, like, IMAX. Yeah, I would say so. But, um, yeah, it's a movie you got to see in, like, IMAX. Mm. Okay, so um, what's next? Matt, well- what do you got next? Uh, are there any that that uh, you want to talk about, Bill? Yeah, there is one I kind of want to talk about. Um, what do you, and Bill? this is a weird one. I think 2019 Oscars, uh, this, this wasn't even nominated. And this is kind of, I know this is weird for saying this. I think Adam Sandler should have been nominated for Uncut Gems. Yeah, I think um, uh, I think he would have been a good choice. Uh, I think. Have you ever seen Uncut Gems, JT? Never even heard of it. What are you talking about? You've never uh, seen Uncut Gems. Well, it's kind. Of, it's a bit of a indie movie. Oh, uh, okay. Um, with Adam Sandler, but he it's a it's a different kind of Adam Sandler movie than the usual. It's not like a stupid I'm golfing kind of thing. It's like it's not that. Okay, good. I wasn't sure because I made that, you guys that, both deaf. I'm sorry. That you're fine. That type of Adam Sandler, I'm not a big fan. I, I think he's a good actor. I just think he could do better in certain roles. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I would actually put that uncut gems. I would. Actually, yeah, I think it got totally snubbed by the Oscars, didn't it? Yeah, it didn't get anything. Did it get anything of the no, useless award, aka the Golden Globes? You mean the Razzies? I don't think it got anything there too. 
I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I think Adam about. Sandler. I think Adam Sandler was, uh, you know, deserves to be in that lineup. I, I've seen, I haven't seen uh, Pain and Glory, but all the other movies that are nominated for Best Actor, I saw. And I think Sandler would be better than all of them, except for Adam Driver. Really? So to you, it would come down. So if you would have voted on Best Actor, you would have voted Adam Driver over Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix's performance was, was good. It was very good, but. I didn't see Marriage Story, so I can't speak to the matter. Isn't it funny that two people have won Oscars for playing the Joker? I've noticed that. And you know what? Because there was like talk for a second that um, RDJ was going to be nominated for. Um, yeah, for Endgame. For Endgame. I said, how funny would it be if Joaquin Phoenix wins the Oscar and beats RDJ? Then RDJ would have lost twice to the Joker. Oh, that's true. Because he was nominated for Tropic Thunder, which is a bit of a strange nomination. But, In its own right, right, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Because I remember the um speech when they were given what for RDJ because 2008 was his comeback year. Yeah. Yep. Because he was dealing with a lot of crap. And they said, you know, we know you got a lot of praise for Iron Man this year, but your performance in Tropic Thunder was really good. And Mr. Downey Jr., welcome back. Congratulations. Yeah. I think that's when he formally got accepted back into Hollywood. Yeah, I, I would say you know, so. He's been uh, very successful since, obviously. Yeah, but he, he was also in what was it? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah I that, seen that, um, movie, but, uh, yeah. that was like his first movie since he got out and everything. Yeah, but um, yeah, but how funny would it be if he lost to the Joker twice? Yeah, that would be funny. And that as Justin amazing. would say, I think that was a joke only the Joker could could write. I'm dead. Um, what's, what's another Oscar? Well, I want to say something about this year. Uh, yeah. My uh, pick for best movie that year wasn't nominated for best picture, and that's Knives Out. Aww. I think it's better than any of the movies that were nominated. It only got nominated for original screenplay. Well, you said you did uh, like that... Parasite, right? Yeah, I did like Parasite. Parasite is very good. And you know what I think of, you know what I really liked, though, um, with Parasite, um, the director, uh, scroll up, please. Bong jo John Hu, who directed Parasite. Bong Joon-ho. Like, he was, he was up there a lot to receive, and I remember when he won Best Director, uh, this was probably one of my favorite Oscar moments. He's up there with his interpreter. I don't know if you remember this, Matt. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. It was he, a great he was like talking. To, he he was his interpreter was interpreting what was translating what he said about. And there was this when I was in film school. There was a quote in my film school book, and the quote went like this. And the and she said. And it was said by, and then he put his hand up, saying, no, I want to say it. It was said by Marty Scorsese, who was also nominated that night. What I like is he took that moment to pay tribute to a personal hero of his. He said, Marty Scorsese has been an inspiration to me. And he was also saying, I also want to thank Quentin Tarantino, who basically helped me get my films over here. 
See, he just seems like a good guy. Yeah. Definitely. Loved his speech. And, but do you, so you think Parasite was deserving of the Oscar? Yeah, it was a good choice. I mean, of the ones that are nominated, I probably would have voted for The Irishman. I probably would have voted for 1917. Yeah, 1917 was a good movie. That was, 1917 was my favorite movie of 2019. It's, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, anything else on this Oscars? Matt, JT? I think we're good. I was wondering, Matt, do you want to, you, you were mentioning something before. I mean, I, I, hope, I was hoping we could talk about it before we, uh, before we have any other things to talk about. I was wanting to talk about the Citizen Kane one you brought up. Uh, well, actually, Bill brought that up. But uh, yeah, we could talk oh, okay. about that. So, so that thank was, you, uh, Bill. It was the 1942. That was at the 14th Academy Awards. We're going back in ever. time. I wanted to talk. I wanted to just, I wanted to hear what you have to say about this. The fact that how green was, how green was my valley won over Citizen Kane. Because I I've seen Citizen Kane. Yeah, I have. To. I, mean, I, I out of all of these films here, it's the only one I've seen, of course. But it's a brilliant film, and Orson Welles did a fantastic job with it, and it stands the test of time as one of the best films of all time. But why did it not win, in your opinion? Well, from what I've read, is that Citizen Kane. I think it wasn't that big of a success when it came out, and there was a lot okay. of controversy. Uh, cause the movie is, uh, partially based on William Randolph Hearst and he tried to like stop the movie from winning Oscars and, you know, pressured people. I don't know whether they pressured people to not see it or to criticize it. Uh, but he, uh, well, like it says there, it says that he, uh, prohibited the film movie from being mentioned in his newspapers. So I think that was part of it. I don't think Citizen Kane started um, being considered the greatest film of all time or one of the greatest until a few decades later. So I think that's why. And I think that's a good example of how, you know, the Oscars, they, I think one thing, one reason why they, you shouldn't look to them uh, to represent, you know, you know, what's definitely the best movies is that they only represent what people think of the movies uh, when they come out, rather than you know what are what are people going to think about them, you know, thirty years later or so. Hmm. All right. I wasn't sure because I mean I I know you're you're a film nut, and I'm glad for having you on, but I also just wanted to like um, I wanted to get your opinion on just like this film and, and maybe if you if we have, we have a little bit of time left i figured if you have any other classic films from like maybe like gone with the wind it's a beautiful life uh, it's, it's a it's a wonderful life sorry not a beautiful well, life. um like films of that era uh oh sorry bill like, what were you gonna say yeah i was just gonna re um just respond to jt with citizen kane um man yeah. i know you saw mank i didn't yes. um is it true that the studio hated Citizen Kane? Um, actually, I'm not sure, but I he do was, know there was there was controversy between Orson Welles and uh, his nickname was Mank. I forget his oh, it's, it's Herman Herman J. Mankiewicz because they were both credited as the screenwriters, but uh, Mank wrote most of it. 
Um, in the movie that one of the films I think that should have been nominated for 94, and I said which was Ed Wood, there was a scene. I do, they say this um, encounter didn't really happen. That Ed Wood, who is frustrated about how Plan 9 from Outer Space is going, goes to a bar and he meets Orson Welles. And this is probably one of my favorite movie moments ever. When Orson Welles says, when Ed Wood's like, I'm just so frustrated. Like, I put all my blood, sweat, and tears into this, and they just cast their buddies and treat it like it's nothing. And then he goes, Edward, I remember when there was a movie, there was one movie I remember that I gave to the studio and they hated it. It was Kane. The studios hated it, but I told them, you are not changing a damn thing. And then probably one of my favorite movie quotes ever. And I think this is just true for anything. Edward, visions are worth fighting for. There's no point in living someone else's dreams. It's very true. And and yeah, like again, I don't know how they're saying that that encounter didn't really happen, but with that, like, I don't know if the studio really did hate Citizen Kane. Do you know, Matt, or yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, according to what it says here is that Wells was given freedom to uh, basically do what he wants. Uh, and it says, yeah, it says that Citizen Kane failed to uh, um, make money. Yeah, the budget, it says here the budget was $839,000 and it made $1 million after re-releases. That doesn't sound too good. I'm sorry, go on. I was going to say it tanked, but go on. Bill? Yeah, um, Citizen Kane is... Yeah, I've only saw it once. And I was like 17, I didn't really like it. You know, maybe I need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I watched it in like a society and culture class in high school, and I was just so freaking bored. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know what? May- now I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I need to watch it again. Just give it a shot. Maybe I need to I just mean, give like it a shot it. and watch it again. Yeah, give it a shot. But um, now that I'm older, maybe I'll, I'll appreciate it more. Anything else to say on Citizen Kane? Because I got something I think you could probably talk about jt what do you got i'm good uh, matt are you good yeah i'm good go 1969 on. oscars for 1968 there was a movie that wasn't even nominated that people are saying should have been nominated and it was a movie that jt you did a commentary on for best picture, you mean? Yeah, it, they it didn't get nominated, but people said it should have been nominated for best picture, and you it was something two, you did a commentary on. Planet of the Apes? I'm kidding. It's 2001: A Space Odyssey. Same year, by the way. Um, okay, really quick, because I do I want to I, I don't want to go too much on this, but 2001: A Space Odyssey. 
is one of my favorite movies of all time. Sorry, Dave, I cannot do that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like it's an it's an it's an epic science fiction film, and it's based on the book of the same name. And I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Everything about it. I don't. Somebody like it's so slow. I'm like, well, you're not a real artist then if you can't appreciate it. So that's my thing. Oh, uh, you hear um, that, Matt? He's getting all artisty on us. <laughs> oh, stop it! You guys are great. Um, the 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 film was. I actually didn't even, I did not even know this film wasn't even nominated for Best Picture, Bill. You kind of got me off guard there. This has been Random Facts with Bill. It's Bill. Yes. So um, I love this movie. I, I was actually, it was one of the earliest films I was raised on, um, truthfully, which it sounds like a really weird one to say, like, well, how are you ever like, what, how, how were you raised on 2001 at Space Odyssey? It just was. It was one of those films I saw as a child and I got hooked on to the, the science fiction aspect. I would later see Star Wars and Star Trek and go from there and whatnot. But I love this movie so much. And I actually, I love it so much. I have an audio book of the book on my phone. I actually do. I have an actual like audio, like it's six hours long. And it's, a, there's a little preface by Stanley Kubrick who wrote the book. Oh, no, no, I mean, um, I mean Arthur C. Clarke who wrote the who wrote the book. Um, this, I'm, the fact that you just sent to me that this is one of the this is widely received as one of the greatest films, or regardless of genres, is one of the greatest science fiction films or one of the greatest films of all time. The fact that it did not receive uh, an Oscar Best Picture nomination, are you? Fr- it, it, that's uh, shocking. Matt, what, what, I mean, I know, I know I'm going off on this a lot, but like, Matt, what do you think about this? Have you seen this movie? I actually have not. I okay. Know, uh... Get on it. It's, it's, it's definitely, well, it's, it's slow at some points, but if you understand it, how it's like the evolution of man, it's like, sci- it's a science fiction movie at the same time, but it's really a Stanley Kubrick nailed this film perfectly, in my opinion. And but you know the, what really made it? And you know what a lot of people remember it for? And that's that piece has been around for hundreds of years. But they used in this film so much so that Elvis Presley, when he was came back in the seventies, he used that as his walk-on. That's so iconic that was. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a fun fact for you. That's been a fun fact with JT. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because. the winner that year was Oliver. Oliver, He's a stupid choice, in my opinion, but and a lot of, it, it was good, but still. And a lot of people said that sh- that it's shocking that 2001: Space Odyssey wasn't nominated. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that it's considered one of the greatest of all time and it wasn't nominated at all. I mean, I think maybe the reason why it wasn't is because it's a very I mean, I haven't seen it, but from what I heard, it's a very unconventional movie, and the Oscars tend to go for uh, more conventional. But another another one that was nominated that year that I that I think could have won was the adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. That was nominated, but did not win. It did not win. No, Oliver won. No, because I remember I watched it in my ninth grade English class. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know if it was like this in the actual play, but there's a scene where Mercutio is like before he dies, he's going on this whole, I'm heard a plague on both your houses. And it's just like a monologue and then he dies. I don't know. Like that is the scene I remember the most okay. from that movie. I don't know if either of you've seen this adaptation I of it. Wait, but this, yeah, this is um, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, Mel Brooks won for best screenplay. The producers. I remember he actually, I because I watched like he was doing like a one man show and he was talking about it. He goes, "I didn't think I was going to win that night, Man. so I didn't even bother writing a speech." Are you kidding me? It didn't even there wasn't even an Oscar nomination for two thousand one for sound. Holy crap! I guess not. Oh. Well, at least Planet of the Apes got one nomination. It got a nomination for um, uh, the score, the actual score for the film. Which I, and he also I'm a big got pro- Kubrick did get, did get nominated for Best Director, though. That is true, he did. And, uh, and what, Best Visual Effects, 2001 Space Odyssey. All right. Um, give it scroll up a little bit, please. Sure, hold on. Here you go. To Best Screenplay, go down a little bit. Yeah, because Mel Brooks, who won um for best screenplay, I was he goes, I didn't think what I didn't even think I was gonna win that night. I didn't even bother writing a speech because he said you had 2001 a Space Odyssey, you had people who I thought were much more deserving than me. Right. And he said when they called my name that I won, I got up there and I was like, I can only because t- again, because I didn't think I was gonna win, so I didn't even bother writing a speech. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And he said, I can only tell you what's from my heart right now. Boop, boom, boop, boom, boop, 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 boop. Oh, my God. But yeah, I, I thank you, Bill, for I didn't even know that it wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. That's actually interesting. Is that what the one you were thinking about, Matt? That I was saying, like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, one let's go. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. Oh, one sorry, more. Go ahead. No, no, Matt, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I, look at um, when Star Wars dominated. Yeah, let's look at look. Well, what year was that? Seventy eight, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it came out in seventy seven. The fiftieth Oscars. Let's see. Uh here we go. Uh so Best Picture went to Annie Hall, which is a film I've never heard of. But, well, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about Annie Hall. Okay. Woody, Woody Allen directed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and he's a creep too. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. I was just saying it's funny for best director, both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were nominated. That's true. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I don't know if Travolta was nominated for Saturday Night Fever that year. He he did a great job. Man, this is crazy. And Star Wars took on five Oscars, right? Yeah, I think so. I know it took a few. Too bad it George was, Lucas didn't win any. It, it won score. It won best sound, best costume design. Best art direction and best film editing and visual. So that's six. And I find it um interesting. The only 
Alec Guinness is the only one to be nominated for Star Wars. Do either of you have any opinions about that? Like, should somebody else have been nominated? I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, so I don't yeah, feel strongly either way. Do you think Star Wars should have won Best Picture? I mean, I probably wouldn't have uh, voted for it. I haven't seen any of the other nominees. Uh, but it definitely makes sense it was nominated. You know, people loved it. It made, you know, such a huge success. I mean, it, it did change a lot of things in Hollywood, too. It was, like, the yeah. first time you could ever, like... I mean, it made Star Trek go from TV to film. That's a pretty big... That, that's a direct comparison, by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not, but... um, The reason why Star Trek The Motion Picture is called Star Trek The Motion Picture is because of Star Wars. Ah. Like, like legit, because they were... Without going into the whole story, Paramount was developing another Star Trek TV show in the late 70s with Leonard Nimoy come back with him, Shatner, the whole crew. And what happens in May of 77? Star Wars comes out. Star Wars comes out. And the um, they, they scrapped the TV show. We're going to make it a feature film. So Star Wars like had a, such a huge impact on Hollywood in general. Like It literally took an existing franchise and made it into something else. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something right there for you. But I don't know. But I mean, me personally, looking at the, the, the choices for Best Picture that year, I mean, Turning Point, has anyone ever heard of it? No. Matt? I mean, I, I've only heard of it because I know it was nominated that year. Right. Or Julia? Yeah, same thing. Same thing with Goodbye Girl, right? Yeah. Annie Hall, same thing? Well, no, I, I hear people talk about that a lot. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. I mean, I'm not bummed the Star Wars didn't win Best Picture, but if it did, that would be pretty sweet. Like, wow, like a science every nerd show. would be having the biggest nerdgasm of their life. They definitely would. Um, I mean, and, and, and George Lucas was a smart man. So, uh, and uh, you, you asked a good question though, Matt. Before we, before we, you know, go in a little bit. Uh, Matt asked a good question. He said, why was Alec Guinness the only one nominated? I think because the cast was total unknowns at the time, too. I mean, Harrison Ford did American Graffiti, but like that's really the only film he did, technically. So, I mean, if you think about it, Carrie Fisher was an unknown. Mark Hamill was an unknown. I mean, they had one giant star in it, which was Alec Guinness. And that was it. So, personally, I'm not a... I mean, I, I think that, like, best lead actor, Mark Hamill, wouldn't have come in and play at all, to be honest with you. I, 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 I know there's hundreds, there's probably tons of people listening and watching who are like, oh, my God, Mark Hamill would have totally. No, no, I, he, was an unknown, he was a complete unknown at the time. He was a yeah, brand new actor. question about Mark Hamill. Do you think he's, yeah. man, both of you can answer this question. Do you think he's known more for Luke Skywalker or do you think he's more known for Joker? Probably to the general public to to as uh from star wars but maybe to um like he probably has more fans for voicing the joker i think because when he goes to cons when he goes to cons they go do the joker laugh do the joker laugh yeah i heard he's a pretty nice guy too I've, i've heard he's very nice as well um, when I was at Comic Con not too, a couple years ago, he was there. He was like roped off. He was you couldn't see him barely, but you could hear him laughing, uh, which was great. 
Um, I would say he he's known for. I mean, look, after Return of the Jedi, it's not like the not like the three of them went off the big three like of Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and, and Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is really, really only had a career out of all of them. I mean, Mark James Hamill Jones, was known mainly. Angel Jones. I, I I said the big three. James Jones has had a big career. Of course, oh no, I, I didn't that. hear that part. Sorry. You're fine. So what I was gonna say was that. Carrie Fisher was in what? When Harry met Sally, she was in Blues Brothers. What else was she in I mean, besides I've seen those? Her, like pop up films. in like some comedy movies in like small girls. Like she was in the first yeah. Hours movie in a funny scene. Oh yeah, like she, 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 like but nothing major. Nothing like oh my god, she was like the center of the film, right? Yeah, nothing. I mean, I, the the only one I can think of was she was like a side character with Harry met Sally and in Blues Brothers, but whatever. Uh, Mark Hamill. I think he's people forget and they know him for Joker. He's a very talented voice actor. He's a he's a very talented voice actor. Very talented. You know um, why a lot, of, a lot of people forget that. You know why um you know why Mark Hamill will never will never guest voice on an episode of Family Guy? Oh, why? You told me this. Why? Cuz there was a joke in the Family Guy Star Wars parody that Peter, who was Han Solo, goes, I'm Han Solo, Captain the Millennium Falcon, and the only actor whose career wasn't destroyed by this movie. Yeah, he would have been pissed. Uh, no, to that day, Mark Hamill will not go on Family Guy because he was insulted by that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, any other ones before we uh, wrap this up? I think we're good. Matt, are Matt, you, you good? have any others? Uh, none that I can think of. I mean, we there have- are a lot for best song but i don't want to get into that that'll be no nah, that's 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 that. the smallest part of films well so we could talk right. about or we could save that for our other oscar show we might just do that let's save that yeah, that's a good idea you know which one i'm talking about too man yes yeah. oh boy we'll tell you off camera all right okay, sounds good so, um, that well, is- that's it well thank you everyone for listening and watching and tuning into us you guys are awesome people. We all love you deeply. And if you like, if you like, you've seen here, subscribe to this YouTube channel. We do this every Wednesday night. We did it early tonight because I had some plans in the evening. And uh, but bottom line is, what matters is what you have to say. Jump down in the comments section below. Share your thoughts. Share the biggest Oscar snubs that you think of that we didn't cover. It. We covered some pretty big ones. But what do you guys think about this? I like to thank the two gentlemen joining me, of course. As always, is Bill Murphy right next to me. Bill, thank you so much. And Bill, you have to tell me again. You you do a what? Oh, I have this podcast, Sports Insanity Podcast. Check oh, us out. We are on all platforms. And also stay tuned for the Sports Insanity Network for our new project. Oh, boy. I can't wait. It's Man, coming. I want to thank Mr. Matt Hamsley for joining us tonight. He is such, he is such a dynamic and insightful person on all things film-related. And without him, I don't think this tonight would have even happened. So thank you so much, Matt, for joining us. Yay, Matt. Oh, hell, Matt. Thank you. Um, you're the man, but um, but yeah, guys. So until uh, for uh, but for all of us here at the Super Review Show and Movie Holics Productions, we want uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. You guys are the best. We'll see you guys next time on Wednesday. We'll peace out. See you later.